Alrighty, everybody. Good morning. Guru and Wiz Fantasy Football Podcast. Week number six. Wiz, I protested Thursday Night Football this week. Did not watch the game. Um, and I'm glad I didn't. As far as I can see, it was a, uh, once again, a disgusting Thursday night effort. Yeah, it's, the product is has been poor for a while, and I don't know, you know, these games, and, and you have two teams like that, it, was, it wasn't really much to watch. Uh, the people that took a pass on the game didn't miss anything. It was just a, a poor game. Are we getting to the point, Wiz, where, I mean, I did this a few weeks ago. I think I mentioned this to you in one of my league. Well, so I'm basically shying away from Thursday night football players unless they're an absolute slam dunk superstar that I can fully trust. But like the other day, uh, I had Michael Pittman Jr. I sat him. I started Chris Olave over him. Obviously, that week, it was easy to make that choice with um, <clears throat> the New Orleans Saints under um Lots of injuries with uh, Mike Thomas and George Landry out. So, to me, it was an easy decision. But, you know, are we getting to the point where you you really just need to shy away from from Thursday night players? Yeah, you know, I think I think that's uh, – it's, it's a good question. Um, I think in really what you have – as far as I'm concerned, I mean, unless it's a player that you just have to start for – reasons that you think he's you know just uh too good not to start or you're in a bye week or injury crunch where you really have no choice the tiebreaker for me is going to be if i'm in a situation like uh, that the tiebreaker will be not to play the thursday guy so um i think uh it'll be a trend and these players just don't have enough time to recover from their game on sunday until until thursday so in, until the nfl realizes what is going on and, and is going to do something about it? Or the NFL Players Association does something about it. This is a uh, this is this is just not good. I don't think. No, and just a little statistic uh, for people that uh, are looking at this sort of stuff. Uh, last twenty-two Thursday night football games, Wiz, the under has hit seventeen of those twenty-two games. Yeah, I mean, it, it, I think it's a combination of several things that lead to that stat, but. Uh, this past uh, Thursday was just a horrendous, just a horrendous football game. It was just a, it was a poorly played game. There's nothing else to say. And uh, unless you really have like Brian Robinson, or, I don't know, uh, Justin Fields, I guess maybe was running. There was nobody that <laughs> that did anything in that game. And and some of these players just. Uh, are just being destroyed, uh, you know, with the do their fantasy value. Players like McLaurin and Antonio Gibson is is returning kicks and barely stepping on the field. It's it it, it it's not good. One would call it a hot mess. Um, okay, Wiz. So let's move on to uh, this week's action. Hopefully, uh, the, the, for the full slate of games on Sunday and obviously Sunday night and Monday night um, with the Chargers and. The Denver Broncos wrapping up the week, but let, let's get to rankings here. Wiz, I'm, I'm going to start off a quarterback, and 
Joe Burrow's running, running, running that back down to Louisiana. Marcus Lattimore is not playing. It looks like T. Higgins is on the field. Joe Burrow is going to be my play of the week this week uh, in fantasy. In terms of rankings, I'm going to get him involved. Uh, 6,700, but I love the fact that Lattimore is not involved. Not to say that the New Orleans Saints front, se- uh, front seven is, is, is strong. And I know that the uh, Bengal offensive line is not held in well, but I think this is a Joe Burrow explosion game going back to Louisiana. Uh, where he played college football for LSU. Uh, so that's a player I like. I- I'm going to give Matt Stafford a try this week, Wiz, too, at 6,200. Uh, we got the news about Akers, so Daryl Henderson will be running back. Malcolm Brown will be involved. But I think he'll get his pass catchers involved in this ball game. Carolina is missing one of their better defensive players in Jeremy Chin. So I like Stafford at 6,200. And, you know, until further notice, was 5,700 for Geno Smith in a game that I think will be high-scoring. Uh, that's that, that's that's a player, and you and I talked about that player last week. We thought he was great value. It worked out very well. Uh, two guys I'm going to fade with this week. Uh, I am going to fade Lamar Jackson this week with no Rashad Bateman. I think that's going to be, uh, and especially Wink Martindale, who knows this offense quite well. Uh, I'm going to fade Lamar Jackson this week. I think it's going to be a little bit more of a challenging challenging week for for the Ravens going going to the Giants. Uh, so we'll see how that kind of works out. But I'm I'm fading Lamar Jackson. I'm fading Aaron Rodgers this week. And the reason why I'm fading Aaron Rodgers was, is I think I, I think they went the, the the Green Bay Packers went back and look at the film and the fact that those two running backs touched the ball 19 uh, times total uh, was a travesty. And I think you're going to see a lot of those Green Bay running backs against the Jets. Uh, so those are the two guys I'm fading with. Yeah, so I have no problem for people that want to pay up for Brady and Burrow this week. Uh, All the points you mentioned about Burrow, completely agree with. And Pittsburgh, I think, is down their top three cornerbacks and Mika Fitzpatrick uh, for this game. So this could be the type of game where uh, Brady could throw three or four touchdowns in this game. So I have no problem with that. But my strategy is going to be to kind of like get some salary leverage. And I want to go down to 5,700 and play Geno Smith, which you uh, talked about. I think he's a good play. And I'm actually going to go down to 5,200. And I think in that game that I just mentioned, there's going to have to be a lot of throwing from Kenny Pickett. So I think I want to get some Penny Kickwit, Penny K Pickwit, Pickett equity at 5,200. Uh, so Geno Smith and Pickett are my plays. And I'm going to fade Jalen Hurts at 7,900 just because I think the Eagles are going to try and stop that pass rush. And the best way to do that is by running the ball at them, a strategy that really hasn't been utilized. They don't want to get in third and longs in a passing game. So I think they're going to do a little bit more ground and pound. And, of course, Hurts will get some rushing yards. But at 7,900, I think I want to get some salary leverage with Geno and Pickett and fade Jalen Hurts this week. All right, interesting. Okay, uh, yeah, and, and the, the... I'm going to take a set of running back here, and uh, this is another position that I just feel on DraftKings. I want some salary leverage. Um, I know Ramondre Stevenson is going to be highly owned. I really don't care. I want him at six thousand. I just think the usage and that Cleveland defense just as soft as butter. Um, so I, I want Stevenson at 6000 You mentioned A.J. Dillon, completely agree. I want him at 5600 in a game where I think they're going to utilize the running game, so I like Dillon. And then probably the highest-owned player on DraftKings this week may be Eno Benjamin at 4600 but I don't care. 
I just want him all day, every day in this matchup. So Dylan Stevenson and, and Benjamin, where I feel I'm getting some salary leverage. And then the two fades to me are just two fades that are just auto fades to me. Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Uh, at 6,300, you just don't know what the usage is going to be. And Najee Harris, until I see something drastically change at 6,000. So 6,000 above those two fades. Edward Delaire, Najee Harris, what say you would running back? Yeah, it's interesting. I, I'll, I, I'm addressing Harris in my, uh, in my prop bets, so I don't disagree with you. Um, I, 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 I like Jones and Dylan in this particular week. I think your points on Stevenson are bang on. Right around the Stevenson level, uh, usage I'm impressed with, but Jeff Wilson Jr., 6,200, I like that player as well, Wiz. I was going back and forth between Walker at 5,400, Henderson at 5,100 with no acres, and Benjamin at 4,600 as a, as a place to get some leverage. And, and that was a specific question I was going to ask you uh, in which direction you would lean in. I, I, the direction I'm leaning is the same as you, uh, just on usage. I think Eno Benjamin is going to be the guy that really benefits uh, in, in a good matchup there. Yeah, not only is, this, is, the, is the salary not right and not caught up yet, but if you just look at that game, it's one of the highest totals. It may, I think it may be, or it's right up there with the Kansas City Buffalo game up there as far as highest total. So he just figures to get a, a lot of playing time. And uh, so Benjamin would be my standout play amongst that, that group at 4,600. But I don't, I don't mind any of those other plays you mentioned as well. I think you're getting some real salary leverage with those other guys. Yep. And, and the guys I'm going to fade with uh, for obvious reasons, I just think – uh, it's going to be tough sledding for the Carolina Panthers, and so I'm going right to the top, and I'm fading Christian McCaffrey this week. Um, the Rams actually hold up pretty well against running backs. They're number they're, they're, no, they're number one against running backs, and uh, I think this is going to be a tough game because there's going to be full-time uh, focus on that player. And um, I, I just think a player coming back from an injury, uh, we know what the Jaguars did to the Carolina, sorry, to the Indianapolis Colts the first time that they played each other this year. It was 24-0 shutout. Uh, so I, I, if, if he does play, I'll, I'll be a bit cautious about uh, Jonathan Taylor this week, Wiz. All righty. Good okay. Stuff. And now, what say you would wide receiver? So wide receiver, uh, you know, taking into that uh, Joe Burrow play. So I've got Jamar Chase at seventy seven hundred, and you mentioned Kenny Pickett. I, I, I'm sorry, you mentioned that Pittsburgh uh, Tampa Bay game about the uh, def- the defensive secondary to Steelers just being torn to shreds in terms of injuries. Uh, so I love Godwin and Evans. Uh, Seven thousand for uh, for Evans, sixty one hundred for God, Godwin, who seems to be healthy. I'm gonna I'm gonna look at uh, Gabriel Davis Wiz at sixty five hundred. Uh, this is the scene of the crime where four touchdowns last year in that playoff game. Uh, I think uh, six targets, obviously the huge touchdown last week, but uh, the Chiefs don't do particularly well against the pass. I like Gabriel Davis at sixty five hundred. I'm going way down uh, in a couple. First off. If Chris Olave doesn't play, I think you got to look at Traquan Smith at 3,700. Uh, and I like Darius Slayton against the secondary that's been giving up a lot of yards. And Daniel Jones loves this player, uh, 3,800 uh, Darius Slayton. The two guys I'm going to fade with, uh, I'm going to fade two guys very high up. Cooper Cup is coming into this game a little banged up. It's $10,000 is my point. So... I think it's a lot of money. I'm not saying that Cooper Cup's not going to get his six, seven catches for 75 yards, but he is coming into this game a little bit nicked up. I think this is a game where 
uh, you could see Matt Stafford getting Allen Robinson involved, a player that has been nothing all year long. I, I just have a feeling about that. I don't know what it is. It's just a weird one. I think Allen Robinson could have a big game today, uh, tomorrow, excuse me. And, and the other guy I'm fading with, with the with down, down to their thor- third quarterback, and I know he practiced this week, but he did was in a walking boot after the game last week. But I, I'm going to fade Tyreek Hill just just because of the you know what we're dealing with in terms of uh, third string quarterback. Yeah. Um, to me, I want salary leverage at quarterback and running back because I want to pay up at wide receiver. <clears throat> I want to try and put lineups in where I'm having Justin Jefferson and Jamal Chase in my lineup. Miami is a gambling type defense. They like playing these zero blitz uh, coverages, and they're going to get to Kurt Cousins a few times, but guess what? He's going to get them as well, and he's going to hit Jefferson on some big plays. So I'm loving, um, I, I'm I'm loving uh, Jefferson at 8900. I love Jamar Chase this week. This is going to be Jamar Chase week. Um, I, I just feel in this matchup at the Saints without Lattimore that you mentioned, this is going to be you know this is the the scene of the crime where uh, the, the LSU a couple of years ago had that magical season. Uh, so I'm loving Chase at 7,700. And then I, I mentioned that Pickett's going to have to throw the ball. So I'm going to stack him with Deontay Johnson in a game where I feel they're going to have to put up points and they're just not going to be able to run the ball much. So I, I'm loving Deontay Johnson at 5,700. And I want to fade Mike Williams this week. I, I just don't know, one, if Keenan Allen is going to play and if two, he's going to be 100%. That most likely is going to bring Patrick Sertan on Michael Williams. So I'm going to fade Mike Williams at 7,400. I, and one thing was, you know, on, on Kenny Pickett, going back to your point. So, uh, look, look, they were behind that whole game they had to throw, and we could be looking at a very similar game pattern uh, this this week, even though now they're home. But, you know, he went into a hostile – this is a rookie quarterback, went into a hostile environment. Granted, he had to throw the ball over 50 times, but only one pick. And, and actually, I, that pick I, I would blame on the receiver more than anything. Uh, but 327 yards, no, it did not produce any touchdowns. But that's a pretty impressive effort in my book. Yeah, and um... – I don't know. I just don't like the way that the Tampa Bay secondary played against Atlanta last week where they had Atlanta 21 nothing, and you have them in that type of situation with Mariota. I, I don't know. I think Pittsburgh has better weapons on the outside, and um, I'm, 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 I'm going to play Deontay Johnson at 5,700. I think he's been pretty quiet. I think he got six, seven passes uh, tomorrow. And uh, let's let's move to tight end. Um, I'm just going to play every single tight end against the Atlanta Falcons. Um, this is going to be George Kittle week. I know I faded him. Uh, it, it, better, like it, better be, it better be George Kittle week, Wiz. Because... Yeah, he's been, he, yeah I, I faded him these first few weeks, and he hasn't done much. He's been rather pedestrian. But if you look, his under his, – his, I'll get to the DraftKings. I'll talk about that in a minute. But um, – I'm playing Kittle at 5,100, and then I want Zach Ertz in this game, just in what figures to be a high-scoring game. I want Ertz at 4,900. And I know Kyle Pitts has been reduced with his salary, but I, I don't know if he's playing or what's going on with him. If he, if he, Obviously, if he's not playing, you don't even think about Pitts, but if he is playing even, I'm just going to fade him at 4,200. I just feel there are way more interesting options at uh, – 
tight end than, than a player that has just destroyed fantasy owners who used a high pick on him. So yeah. Kittle and Ertz for me, feeding Kyle Pitts. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on Pitts on 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 the uh, on the fade. Uh, I'm with you on Ertz as well as uh, you know in terms of matchup, especially still no DeAndre Hopkins. He's really the second option in this passing game. Uh, 4,900, you mentioned. Uh, my break the slate guy is going to be a tight end, so I'll mention that in a second. But, uh, you know, I, I think Evan Ingram as well at 3,500, who had a very big game against uh, against the Indianapolis Colts uh, earlier in the season. Uh, and you, you could see that player exploit that defense once again. Uh, so let, let's see what happens there. But those, I think there are options at tight end this week. This is a place where you can make up some ground. There's some guys on, on the lower end that look pretty interesting. All right, so we'll get to your t- break this week, guy. Yeah, it's Zach Gentry, uh, 2,600 at tight end. After Frymuth went out the concussion last last week, uh, he had six targets, caught five balls, 46 yards. Uh, he'll be involved. They'll be behind. Uh, I love Zach, Gen- and Zach Gentry as my break this late guy was. That's a very interesting one. I'm going to go with uh, the minimum salary at running back, Keontae Ingram, who is now the number two running back on Arizona with – Williams out and Connor out behind, you know, Benjamin. Um, I'm not sure he's not a more talented player than, you know, Benjamin. Um, he, he has some Kareem Hunt in him. Uh, he's going to play. I'm not sure how much, but uh, he could be an interesting guy. Um, even in his limited opportunities that he gets, he could get 50, 60 yards and a touchdown. So it's Keontae Ingram. Arizona Cardinals is my break the slate player, four thousand minimum salary on DraftKings. Yeah, you picked them up in a couple of leagues that we're in, so uh, obviously you have a view there, and uh, I completely understand. All right, so games this week was uh, I thought we did pretty well last week. We had some good calls. Uh, how about how about you start us off there? Yeah, I like some games this week. I just want to say I was two and three last week, including a seven point underdog, which I said was going to win the game, the Houston Texans, and they did. But I'll tell you, those other three games that I lost, I, I don't even understand how I lost them. Tampa Bay laying 10, up 21, nothing. Yeah, ridiculous. The Packers laying seven and a half, up 17 to three. They, these are games that are just over with nine out of 10 times. And then the last one I lost was the Commanders, who had. First and goal for two yard line to beat the Titans and that, and, uh, and went through that interception. But uh, there's no crying in, uh, in wagering fantasy football or any of that stuff. It's just a new week. So let's get to the games that I really like. Uh, I think the Falcons are going to be beat the San Francisco 49ers tomorrow. Um, that's my upset special of the week. Um, I think I think you know they're gonna they're gonna be able to kind of like slow San Francisco down a little bit. San Francisco. Uh, they didn't play great. I know they, they won the game against Carolina, but Carolina made so many mistakes and it was so terrible and they were still in the game. So I, I like the Falcons, actually, plus the five and a half points. I think the Colts are going to get their revenge on the Jaguars from that beating that they took uh, earlier in the season. So I'm, I'm going to take the Colts. I'm going to lay the points. Um, I like... The Carolina Panthers, I think getting rid of and not having Baker Mayfield is going to give them a little bit of a shot in the arm and getting 10 points. I think they get undercut that spread. I'm not going to go as far as say they're going to win the game, but I, I, I like them to cover that point spread. Um, I love the Buffalo Bills. I think this game just means everything to them. They want that game if they play Kansas City again in January to be in Western New York and not Kansas City. So to get this win and and have a better record than them, 
um, I give them a, a lead in the standings, and then would have the tiebreaker over them is really important to Buffalo. I like the Cowboys with the points, and um, two other games that I like as well. I like Arizona uh, to get it going. Uh, their offense has struggled, but I think this will be a game with Kyle Murray to kind of break out. So I like Arizona playing two and a half. And believe it or not, on Monday Night Football, I think the Denver Broncos are going to not only cover the points, they are going to beat the Chargers on Monday Night Football. So those are all the games I like. All right, so um, <clears throat> for me, my pick of the week is the Bills. That's that's my pick of the week. I, I'm in complete agreement with you there. Uh, I have a couple of duplicate picks as well. I, lo- I love the Colts with you, and I like the Cowboys uh, getting six points against the Eagles. Uh, and I'll, I have one other game was uh, my New York football Giants, uh, plus six against the Ravens uh, at home, four and one. Uh, I know they're coming off of a high, uh, but I still like them in this game against the Ravens, who, like I said, are missing their uh, number one wide receiver in Rashad Bateman. I want to say one thing about your call on the Atlanta Falcons, San Francisco 49ers. I don't know if you knew this or not, but the Atlanta Falcons are the one of the one of the 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 are the only team that are five and zero against the spread this year was. Yeah, I know that. And also, I, when I took them, I was getting five and a half points. I looked this morning, that line is down to four and a half points. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I just think Atlanta is going to is gonna play them tough. So, uh, if that's all the games you want to talk about, why don't you take us out and uh, tell us some of the prop plays that you love. Yeah, all so, the prop plays that you love. Right. So, I, just to make clear, it's a double unit play for me on the Bills. And, I'm, and going to prop bets, uh, my double unit play is going to be Ramondre Stevenson, 79 and a half yards. I'm taking the over on that. Unfortunately, right now I'm sitting in a state where I cannot make make a bet. So I'm going to be calling someone or Wiz is going to put it in for me. Uh, this is my bet of the week, uh, a double down on this one. Uh, last year against uh, this same defense, uh, Ramondre Stevenson, 20 carries, 105 yards. I think he'll duplicate that effort. The, the 79 and a half, that, is, that, is that just rushing or is that total? Is that just, just rushing? Just right? rushing, yeah, just rushing. So, okay. So 79 and a half rushing yards, that, that's my play of the week in terms of prop bets. Uh, you mentioned Kenny Pickett. I, I love him at two, 234 and a half yards. I like the over Kenny Pickett. I'm taking in that same game the under Najee Harris, 44 and a half yards. And, and the last prop bet, because I only have four this week, Wiz, is over 61 and a half rushing yards for Aaron Jones. As I mentioned, I expect a huge effort from the Green Bay Packer running backs. Um, 19 touches was ridiculous last week. The coaches should blame themselves for that loss against the Giants. Just terrible play calling. Aaron Rodgers looked befuddled, annoyed as always, and he he, was, he personally was terrible in that game. The running backs will lead the way against the Jets, Wiz. Very good. I have two that I'm feeling very, very confident about. Um, one is George Kittle. Every single starting tight end against the Atlanta Falcons has gone over the 41 and a half yards rushing. That includes Jawan Johnson from the Saints. That includes Colby Parkinson of the <laughs> Seahawks. That includes Cade Otten of Tampa Bay. And Higby and Yoko Nichoko went way over that. So I'm playing 41 and a half yards over for George Kittle. If it's not this week, it's going to be never. So I'm loving him. And then my prop play, this is my favorite one of the year so far, is Jamar Chase, over 80 and a half yards right now receiving. I think he's going to get closer to 160 yards receiving than 80 yards receiving. So the Saints are 31st in the entire NFL from opposing receivers catching long touchdown passes. The Saints are in the bottom five against 
team's yards per receptions to receivers. No Lattimore. Playing in, in New Orleans where, where Chase and, and, um, and Joe Burrow um, had that magical college season. It's all systems go. That Nick Chubb went over at halftime, 90 and a half. I wouldn't be surprised if this one was over 80 and a half yards receiving at halftime. Jamar Chase, 80 and a half yards receiving. My prop play of the day and so far of the season. All right. Well, you and I have some confidence in a couple of calls on the prop side. And, uh, I, and uh, I, I like your I like your thinking and your calls on those. So hopefully they work out. And, uh, yeah, that's it, Wiz. So week six is upon us. And, uh Hopefully an exciting week, and uh, hopefully <laughs> what happened on Thursday night doesn't uh, doesn't spread into the rest of Sunday was uh, this week. So good luck this week, uh, Guru and Wiz Fantasy Football Podcast, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and SoundCloud, uh, and all the best, everybody, in your uh, game action this week. Nice job, as always, Wiz. You got it.